What's going on? It's your boy, Che Cole, and you're now tuned in to episode 106 of the Cold Therapy Podcast entitled Mental Health. Let's get into it. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Che Cole. Episode 106. I feel like I'm on 106 in part when I say episode 106. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get into it. Mental health. And you'll notice if you saw the way I spelled it, the, the title, focusing on the men in this episode because June is men's mental health month. It's also, this episode is also dropping on Father's Day. So I thought it would be important to talk about mental health from a man's perspective and from, and really just pour into the men that may be listening and you know ladies you can still tune in because there's going to be relevant application for you as well in this episode and you know it will help you as well as help you know the the men that are in your life right you can you can be able to share this episode or just kind of learn uh about the perspectives that many men I don't like to do generalizations but uh, I think I'll speak on some of the pressures that men may face right so let's go ahead and just hop into this because what tends to happen right is men have a certain level of pride about being a man (laughs) right there's certain pressures that come with being uh, this figure, right, this masculine individual, this provider, this protector, this uh, thing that we have created men and have socially conditioned ourselves to think men as, right? And it is not only just within the social constructs, but also within a man's mind, Right. And I I will speak primarily for myself. I know as a man myself, I tend to invoke pressure on myself. Right. There are certain things that I'm thinking about even now uh, as a single man. Right. Uh, And I can only imagine that as a, a married man, that pressure even adds on. And as a father, that even adds on to the pressures that you feel. Right. To be responsible for being the head of your household. Right. To not only provide for self, but to provide and protect others around you. Right. 
there's a certain level of pressure that we have to be able to navigate in life, right? And it's important for those around us to have or to create a safe space because many men find it challenging to open up because if I open up and you use this against me and demasculate me, I don't feel comfortable talking to you, right? So you have to be able to create a safe space because it's already a challenge to open up in itself because we've seen how the perception of being uh, weak can make a man feel, right? And so this in turn bottles up on the inside and it, it comes out in frustration and anger and uh, many cases, right? It comes out in many different forms and shapes that the man or a man may experience. And if you're not able to create that safe space or if he does not have that safe space, then it just bottles up and it builds up. And then one little trigger, one little thing, right, can set them on edge, right? The pressure, right? Pressure bust pipes, right? Yes, it does create diamonds, but it also breaks pipes. And so I need the men to understand that it's okay to open up. It's okay to uh, express the emotions that you feel. And what has happened is we have not adequately trained young men uh, to express themselves and express their emotions, right? We're always told to stop crying and, and uh, be a big boy or, or act like a man, right? We, we're told these things and we're taught these things from, from children, uh, from little boys. And so it's, it becomes nearly impossible unless a man is willing to work on those areas in their life, right? And start to recognize, I, I can say for myself, right, there were some things that I had to start taking note of and be aware of to say, okay, this is childish behavior. This, uh, this experience that I have, it, it is not conducive for the life that I want, right? The man that I want to be, the husband that I want to be, the father that I want to be. And so I have to start doing an internal investigation of myself, right? How can I speak to someone else about what's going on in their life and I can't speak over my own issues, my own flaws, right? Because I have to understand that I'm not perfect. I'm not Superman either. And all the great things that you do, you still have kryptonite you still have weaknesses and areas of improvement that you must be willing and able to address in your life and so it takes a man to be able to take a step back and understand that this is an area that I must work on and I have to be open to hearing other people's feedback on how I handle certain situations and how I responded in those moments, you must be a safe space yourself if you want her to be a safe space for you and vice versa, ladies. You have to be a safe space for your significant other, for your family, your friends, your brother, your sister, 
to be able to express. And you cannot judge them based on how they feel. That is important. Right? And so I want to encourage the men that it's okay to communicate and express those emotions and the feelings that you have and the pressures that you have. Right? Get around accountability. Get a brother that can help walk you through some of those things. And you will find that your brother may be going through the same thing. That your friend may be going through the same thing. And now you can help each other along this journey. Right? As much as you may think that people have it all together and all figured out, they still have someone that they have to go to. There's still things in each and every one of our lives that we're trying to figure out and navigate in this journey we call life. But it's easier when we do it together, when we have someone that can teach you from their experience or uh, someone that you can glean from, from their experience, right? Not saying that you have to be uh, or tell them everything that's going on, right? But you can have someone that you trust to be there. So coming up, we'll talk about it a little bit further. The scripture for this episode is Isaiah 26, verse 3. It reads, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. That was good to me, so I'm going to read it again. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. I like that scripture because it tells us that he will keep us in perfect peace. The challenge that we have, and this is not just a man thing. This is a human thing. This is a reflection of the human experiences, sometimes we create these situations in our head and and sometimes even the enemy will introduce a situation to us to mess with our mind, to mess with our thought patterns, to, to mess with the perceptions of what is happening and taking place in our lives, right? Think about, and I was looking at this earlier, think about the first temptations right think about when uh satan or the serpent tempts eve right he comes and says he he makes her question this is in genesis 3 he makes her question what god has said Hmm. he makes her doubt what god has said Because he comes to her and says, has God indeed said you should not eat of every tree of the garden? Right. That's verse. That's verse one. That's the second half of verse one. And Eve Eve is doing good at the first part. And and this is not the basis of the podcast, but I want to get to verse four, because after she says, uh, after Eve responds with what God had said and what God had told her, it says verse four. And Genesis 3 says, Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. 
For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So what he's doing is he's it, it already introduced that the cun, the serpent was more cunning than any other beast in the field. Right. And so he's manipulating her mind. He's manipulating what God has already said. He's manipulating and twisting what God has said. And even think about uh, and I don't have it in front of me, but think about when Jesus is tempted uh, by Satan as well. Immediately after he's baptized, that's a whole nother message. But immediately after he's baptized and, and Satan is tempting Jesus, he's twisting the word of God. He's twisting what God has already spoken over his life in order that he might uh, pers- uh, persuade him to to change his mind, to to think and believe what the devil has said. And so that is what's taking place in many situations. And I'm not talking about clinical mental health and, and those who are, are struggling clinically uh, with different mental health disorders. Uh, seek the professional guidance that you need. But from a spiritual standpoint, right, you have to understand that the enemy will introduce a thought that is contrary to what God has spoken to you. Right. Contrary to the to the dreams that God has gave you, contrary to the the thing that you've been believing God for. And so what happens is if I can get your mind and I can get the rest of you, I can get you to think on on things that don't matter. I can get you to uh, discount what God has spoken. I can get you to not walk in your purpose. I can get you to be more upset with what they did and, and not what God is doing. I'm trying not to preach on here, but this is getting good to me. And so Isaiah 26 and 3 says he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Right. So that tells me that I have to renew my mind as Romans uh, tells us. Right. Be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Right. And it's the same thing here in Isaiah 26, whose mind is stayed on you. So I got to change my thinking. I got to change the way that I see this situation. Perception is everything. How I perceive God in this moment is everything. I have to be willing to uh, take a step back and understand that. This situation, this this thought pattern has to change. The way that I'm seeing this thing may not be correct. Who is giving me these thoughts? Who is giving me these ideas? Because even going back, I said, like I said, I'm trying not to preach, but this is getting gooder and gooder. (laughs) Uh, Because in verse 11 in in Genesis 3, uh, well, let's let's back up just a second. Uh, In Genesis 3, verse 9, after this is so this is after, you know, they both have taken a bite from the forbidden fruit uh, and have fallen right uh so let's let's back up to verse six so it says so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food that it was pleasant to the eyes i'm gonna go ahead and, and give the context uh and pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise she took of its fruit and ate she also gave to her husband with her and he ate then the eyes of both of them were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and and made themselves coverings. Verse eight. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam 
and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Here it is. This is the point that I want to get to. Verse 9 says, Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Reminder that they just found out after that they after they took a bite from the forbidden fruit that they were naked. That is when they found out and became aware of their nakedness. And so verse 11, here is the point that I'm trying to make. And he says, this is God. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you? That you should not eat. Right. Uh, And then we know Adam starts to blame Eve for the situation, but it was his authority that under his authority, if he would have been doing what he was supposed to, then uh, Eve would not have taken that fruit. That's a whole nother uh, message. But I, I come to encourage you that God says, who told you to have these thoughts? Who told you that you couldn't be whatever it is that you have been searching and seeking to become who told you that this situation was too hard for God who told you that this thing that stands in your way that stands in the midst of trouble that stands that you currently find yourself positioned in who told you that this would kill you who told you that this is a situation that you can't overcome who told you that who introduced that thought who introduced that thinking Right. And so for every man, for every woman that is listening, I want to encourage you through this podcast that you got to change your thinking. Don't allow the negative self-talk. Don't allow those thoughts to creep in. Every time that thought comes in, replace it with something else. Replace it with the good things. Right. Philippians four and six says to think on these things, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are true, whatever things are honorable. Right. We have to replace those thinking, that thought pattern. We have to replace those thoughts. And from a mental health, from a man's perspective, you got to be able to understand and recognize and discern where the thoughts are coming from. You have to realize that you are above and not beneath. Right? That you are made in the image and likeness of God. Right? That God causes all things to work together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose and who are in Christ Jesus, right? So I need you to understand that no matter what you're facing, no matter what the pressures of life that you are experiencing, that God is for you. God has your best interest in mind. Proverbs 3 and 5, right? Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not on my own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path, right? The human experience will have challenges, will have different experiences that push you down, that press on you, right? But even if you're going through, you still have to go through. That means don't stop. Don't give up. Don't quit. This challenge, this pressure, the thing that you're experiencing, this is not the end. This is producing great faith. It's producing perseverance. It's producing something in you. And you can't quit right now. Nothing in life worth having comes easy. And it's the same for your destiny. It's the same for 
your purpose, for your calling. You just got to be able and willing to step out on faith and walk in it. To not allow that negative self-talk, to not allow the, the, the thoughts that the enemy introduces to you, right? The Bible also says, and I don't have it up, forgive me for not uh, being able to give you the actual verse, but it says, your word had I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalms 119 and 11, I pulled it up real quick. And so you have to have the word of God in your heart so that when those things come up, you have the weaponry needed to combat it. That is why Jesus, after fasting and being tempted by the enemy, was able to be a, to, he was able to combat the enemy. He was able to combat Satan because he knew the word. Right. This Bible is not just a book that you read to to feel good. It is a weapon that you must use when those thoughts are introduced, when those challenges arise. This is your time. This is your season. But you must be willing to, to take the time to read and understand and learn. And if you don't fully understand what you're reading, find someone who does. Talk to someone. Jesus in therapy. Jesus and a friend. So that's going to do it for this episode. I hope that all the fathers had a wonderful Father's Day. I hope that this episode encouraged you and inspired you as well. Thank you all who tuned in, not just the fathers, right? But that's going to do it for this episode. As always, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Cold Therapy. Like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to it on. And as always, I am your host, Che Cole. And until next time, peace.